Welcome to the Soap Bible Study Series from Oak Tree Community Church in South Bend, Indiana. We have made it through uh, 11 sessions, 11 weeks, and we've come to the number 12 in the book of Jeremiah, and we're going to wrap this thing up. We are, finally. Finally, we have three chapters left, 50, 51, 52, and they are long chapters. They're packed. There's a lot of stuff in here. It's not like we're just going to... Well, three chapters, yeah, having an easy week. Yeah, right. There's still a lot lot of stuff here. Yeah. But um, and it's powerful. I mean, it's like like big stuff here in these yeah. last. Uh, couple so of chapters. so Jerusalem has fallen. It it fell a couple of weeks ago, yeah, multiple uh, times. Yeah. You know. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of cleanup, uh, a, and it's true, right? There's a lot of things that happen afterwards. I mean, you think there's nobody left, but King Nebuchadnezzar left the governor there, which yeah. meant there had to be some kind of people. There was an expectation to. Yep. Uh, at least farm, if not have some kind of community. Of course, the governor was assassinated. And that yeah, might well, there's going to be a, a standing bit. army, and yeah. you know, there's you know, there's yeah, stuff there's some, still going on, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we traveled through, and we were in Egypt, I think, for a lot of uh, a lot of last week, uh, and then we went through five chapters of <laughs> all the nations surrounding um, um, Israel. Uh, really being defeated by King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. For, at least for the most part. Yeah. So now we get in for a couple more. And uh, we start out with Babylon. Babylon itself. Yeah. Right? So out of our three chapters this week, two of them are just God saying, Babylon, you're next. Yeah. You're next. This is what's going to happen. So we have prophecy right off the bat where God is saying a nation from the north is going to do you in Babylon, yep. Babylon, and it turned out Babylon was the nation of the north to for for Israel, Jerusalem, yeah, and, yeah Israel and there and Egypt and yeah. you know most everybody else, yeah. So um, a more north, and in fact it says uh, people and animals will flee out of it. No one will inhabit it. Inhabit it. Yeah. In fact, in in chapters fifty and fifty one, several times this concept comes up that Babylon is going to be laid waste. It is going to be a desert. Uh, uh, God several times says, well, the jackals will live there. (laughs) You know, wild desert animals will live there, but no people will even pass through. And you and I were talking off camera. Babylon is is desert area today. There's no doubt, right? It's in south central um, Iraq, out there in, you know, desert but there are still tourist areas. There's still highways that go through there. People still pass by that way. There is coming a day, and I think this is in the Millennial Kingdom, where that part of the world will be completely desolate. Nobody is going to go there. Yeah. You think with weather changes and it'd be too hot? or No, I think, just... I think it's just going to be part of the curse. That, yeah. So, like, uh, imagine, imagine uh, the Lion King. So what's over in that dark part over there, right? Yeah, we don't go over there, right? (laughs) right. I I sort of think that's the way Babylon is going to be in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's over in that dry area? Why is the rest of the world so lush and blooming and everything is so... Why is that little crop circle over there? (laughs) That's Babylon. Yeah, that I mean, and that's how I envision it. And I I know I could be wrong, but that's sort of how I envision it. Um, So we are in Jeremiah. Right, and Jeremiah prophesied how long the people were going to be out um, uh, in Babylon. Yeah. Right, and 
interesting in, in 50, he kind of circles back and says, when, when this happens, right? So in other words, when Babylon falls, that's when the people are going to return back to Israel, yeah. right? And, and, and we see it, right? Well, Cyrus comes and... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the first things that the Persians did. And, and the Medes and Persians will be mentioned a couple of times here because that is that nation yeah. to the north, right? And one of the first things that Cyrus of Persia did when he conquered Babylon was to tell the Jewish people they could go back home. Yeah. So in chapter uh, 51, uh, verse 5, For Israel and Judah will not be forsaken by their God, the Lord of heaven's armies, for the land of Babylonia is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. And yeah. all over, all over, all these chapters, and especially these chapters, it says, get out of Babylon, my people. Yeah. Right? You know, Babylon's going to be gone. You right. Guys, you guys need to have alternative plans. Which is, which is, um, uh, I mean, they, they can't get out of Babylon because at yeah. the same time, God had told Jeremiah to tell them, settle down yeah. in the cities, yeah. plant right. vineyards, build right. houses. You're going to be here for a long time. But he says then, now, when you see the destruction coming, get out. Yeah. Right. It, it wasn't get out for the past 70 years, but now it will be when you see this, get out. Which is what makes, say, the book of Esther so problematic because Esther happens decades after Cyrus allows the Jewish people to return uh, to Israel. The fact yeah. that there were still so many Jews in Persia, in Babylon, in that, that empire, that part of the world, that um, Esther's you know, arch enemy Haman could, you know, do such a right. potential genocide over these people. They shouldn't have been there anymore. Right. They were not doing what God had told them to do here in Jeremiah. Right. Um, Jeremiah uh, puts on a scroll all the judgments that are going to happen to Babylon. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. He gives it to a quartermaster, and what they throw it in the they throw the scroll in the in the, in the Euphrates, Euphrates yeah. with a rock. Yeah, so yeah got tied to a rock so it sinks to the yeah. bottom, right? So what are we doing? <laughs> well, so cool thing, you know, we've gone through how many visual illustrations. Yeah, we had figs, we had yeah. uh, um, oxen, um, a yoke. Yeah, we had a bunch. Yeah, underwear, yeah, and underwear. you know the, the almond branch, and all sorts of different things that uh, the clay jar. You know, yeah. that God said, "Okay, Jeremiah, do this." So that it'll be assigned to the people, right? right. Well, right. this so is the time. this is the last one in the book. Oh, nice. This is the last one. Just like the prophecy and the scroll and everything sinks to the bottom of the river because it's tied with a rock, so shall Babylon sink and 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 never come back. Nice. Well, but Babylon does come back. Well, right? yes, but not in a great way. But well, see. Now, this takes us into the, the end times, right? This takes right. us into the book of the Revelation where Babylon is named. And some people say, you know, at, at, well, let me say Babylon is named as the, um, the headquarters of Antichrist and, and the beast right. system, right? Some people look at that and say, no, 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 no. That's symbolic for Rome, Rome or, or for something, something else, yeah. right? Based on what I'm reading here in 50 and 51... I'm thinking that that might actually be literal Babylon. Yeah. So, for instance, um, uh, chapter 51 here, verse 7, Babylonia had been a gold cup in the Lord's hand. She had made the whole world drunk. 
the nations had drunk from the wine of her wrath so that they all have gone mad. That sounds like it's right out of Revelation 17. Mystery Babylon, the nations are drunk on her immorality and, and, right. and everything. I mean, I'm seeing sure. way too many parallels because yeah. we know Jeremiah is literal Babylon. No question. Revelation, I don't see any reason for it not to be. Especially since the revelation is so steeped in the Old Testament. All right. Uh, we get into chapter 52 and it says the fall of Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem has already fallen. In our, in our timeline, Jerusalem's already fallen. Yeah. Well, obviously, in our timeline. Right. Uh, but even here. But it, but it goes back and, and we get some additional information. Yeah. Um, right. Zedekiah, the king, was 21 when Nebuchadnezzar installed him. Yep. So really young guy, but also maybe that was a reason, right, that uh, Nebuchadnezzar thought he could control him more. But that was probably also the reason we've talked in the past that Zedekiah was a really uh, yeah, wishy-washy jumped, guy. Jumped right? all over the place. Yeah, whoever yeah. was right in front of him is who he was trying to please. Yeah. And that may just have come with a lot of inexperience and thrust into the position, you know, by a right. foreign king and whatever. Right. So we learn more about him, right? So, so towards the end, uh, Nebuchadnezzar installed him, but he actually, what he stopped paying taxes is, yeah. is an easy way to say it. And Nebuchadnezzar brought his whole army and surrounded Jerusalem for yeah. two years. Yeah. Now I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah. Um, but Jerusalem's out of food. People can't leave. I mean, we're in dire straits here. And we got a little bit of this in Jeremiah, and that's when Jeremiah bought a field. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but once the walls are breached, the army, um, Jerusalem, they actually leave in the middle of the, in the middle of the night, and of course they're captured and killed. And Zedekiah has to watch his family die. Then he has his eyes gouged out. Yeah. And then he's actually taken to Babylon and had to live there. Yeah. Until he died. Um, and there's details in there about the looting and burning in Jerusalem. Yeah. So a lot more detail. Again, not a fun read, but yeah, um, a historical part. Yeah. Of what was going on here and i think one of the most important things was we also get a number we get a number of people that were actually taken to babylon yeah and, and that number is four thousand six hundred out of the three times that nebuchadnezzar came in yeah so roughly five thousand jews uh were taken out of uh jerusalem israel and uh exported to babylon yeah now to be fair um, because we want to, we want to be honest with with you know our our listeners, our readers, and everything. These there's a lot of overlap in this this account with Second uh, Kings and Second Chronicles, the mm -hmm. end of Second uh, or the uh, um, the end of Second Kings and Second Chronicles, and some of these numbers don't match up exactly. Yeah. Okay, and so some people think that there are a couple of different reasons. Some people think that. Um, uh, they were talking about subsets, you know, maybe only the men, but not everybody, you know, right. if it's a smaller number. Some people think you mentioned three captivities. Well, maybe technically, Nebuchadnezzar was not king during the first one because he had right. just he defeated Egypt mm -hmm. and he was going back because his dad had died. Right. He was going back to become king at that first one where Daniel was taken, right. for instance. So maybe those didn't count as part of the official tally under his rule, right? Because he wasn't ruling yet. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of different reasons that, the legitimate reasons. We're not just trying to, you know, 
yeah. you know, gloss over some legitimate reasons why certain numbers may be counted differently, um, you know, by whoever was writing, right? Uh, but there's a lot of overlap with uh, Second Chronicles, which makes some people think that maybe Jeremiah contributed to Second Chronicles or wrote Second right. Chronicles or the writer of Second Chronicles borrowed from Jeremiah. Hey, you wrote this down. This is this is exactly the information I needed, you know, to, right. to finish uh, finish the book. Um, I put some of this detail in my chapter by chapter um, uh, book, and so summary. that'll be yeah. yeah in the in the summary. So if somebody's interested in there, some of that detail is right. is in there. But at the end of the day, it takes us to the end of Jeremiah. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it's kind of a long road. It's always always fun. Uh, with twelve weeks, I think yeah. we we spent on this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So the last couple of verses of Jeremiah, you would think, you know, just oh, this, all this disaster and yeah. destruction and everything. The last couple of verses are interesting because one of the kings who was taken, right? So this was Jehoiachin of Judah. He was taken and in the 37th year of his exile. So he's been in Babylon now for almost four decades. Right. Okay. Nebuchadnezzar's successor. Um, um, his name was Evil Merodach. Okay, it was his son. Uh, one because he had multiple sons who ruled after him, and then uh, his grandson Belshazzar was were, who the one who saw the handwriting on the wall, and then right. right. Somehow, for some reason, this king took pity on Jehoiachin, released him from prison, and actually, it says let him sit at his table and eat with it. He was still captive in the sense that he wasn't allowed to go back to, to Judah. Right. But he was not in prison. He was not, I mean, he was he was afforded some luxury there with right. the, the new king of Babylon. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? And I think it's an interesting foreshadow of uh, that God is still looking out, even for some bad kings, even for, there's still the Jewish people, and even in the midst of their exile, God was still watching for watching out for them. Nice. And I think it's a sort of cool way to end yeah, right. the book of Jeremiah. Right. Good. Thanks for sharing that. Hopefully you have uh, enjoyed this, uh, <laughs> this time through the book. Obviously some parts are more difficult, some are not enjoyable at all. Uh, but hopefully you've enjoyed your time reading through the book of Jeremiah. And these uh, videos have helped you um, as we've looked at different things. Um, as always, if you have questions and comments, please send those to us. And feel free to share these with your friends and family who might find them interesting. We will be back next time with a brand new book, a brand new series. And uh, so until then, see ya. Bye, everybody.